Welcome to the Vital Loan Podcast for Wednesday, June 28th. U.S. equity futures are flat to down. So you have S&P futures down about 10 points. That's 23 basis points. NASDAQ futures are lagging. They are down about 80 points, which works out to about 50 basis points. And then Dow futures are essentially unchanged. In Europe, you have the major indices rallying. So responding to what the U.S. did yesterday in Europe, the indices are up about 50 to 70 basis points. Um, basic resources is the only major subgroup suffering outright losses, so down about 60 basis points. You're seeing relative underperformance in some other areas, including banks, retail, and energy. And then you're seeing outperformance in healthcare, telecom, real estate, chemicals, industrials, and autos. And then in Asia, you had solid gains in Japan. So the Nikkei rallied about 2%, the Hang Seng and the Shanghai Comp both finished about flat. So a few items to note this morning, nothing really all that dramatic. Um, there was a report out in the Wall Street Journal late uh, a couple of hours after the close yesterday talking about how the White House is considering um, heightened restrictions on the ability of American firms, specifically NVIDIA and AMD, to export certain AI chips to China. So NVIDIA is down about 4%. You know, it's a type of headline that's really been in the media for months, so it's not entirely new. Um, Tech's obviously had a huge run. NVIDIA in particular has had an enormous run, so this is, I think, just an excuse to book profits. I don't think um, it really represents a dramatic shift in, uh, you know, the, the policy trajectory of the U.S. towards China. Um, you know, again, if you take a step back, I think the major overhang in Chinese equities by far is geopolitics. It's not really growth or stimulus, so this is just kind of the latest example of this decoupling process that has been unfolding now for years. Um, you know, the White House has been taking steps to help stabilize the relationship. You had the Blinken trip to Beijing. Um, Yellen is supposed to be in Beijing in a couple of weeks. But then you also have kind of this increased restriction on tech exports and this whole decoupling process. So, um, you know, that's probably the major headline for this morning. Obviously, negative undertones, but not anything I think that kind of shifts the narratives dramatically. Um, a lot of hawkish ECB headlines on the tape today. So implying that the July rate hike, which has been guaranteed for a while, um, could be followed by another rate hike in September. Unclear really at this point in time, the September 14th meeting is still a long ways away. You're gonna have a lot of data between now and then. So it's hard to really make that determination. Um, in the near term, the next big data point would be the June CPI from Europe that we get this Friday. We're starting to see the regional CPI. So Italy's CPI came out this morning, undershot the street by a mild amount. Um, you get Germany out tomorrow and then the uh, the full East, the full Eurozone on Friday. Um, the headline CPI for Europe is expected to see a steep decline, um, but the core number is expected to rise um, as far as the year-on-year growth rate sequentially. So um, you know, and that's been the trend now for a while. The core numbers um, are proving to be resilient as the headline uh, inflation figures fade. Um, China industrial profits came out for May, improved a bit versus April, but are still pretty bleak. Um, the June MBS PMIs for China that hit Thursday night will probably be a little bit more important just as far as kind of gauging the trajectory of um, of that country's economy. A bunch of headlines out on on Russia. Um, you know, again, I think as far as U.S. stocks are concerned, they're really watching energy. 
Um, and if anything, the the geopolitical turmoil in Russia is proving to be a negative for energy prices. Um, you know, there's been a lot of reports talking about how, you know, Russia Russian energy never left the market. It simply found new customers. Um, and if anything, again, the turmoil there is causing Russia to sell as much oil and gas as it can, um, depressing prices even further. But there was a report in the New York Times about how certain top generals may have been aware perhaps even provide a tacit approval for the, um, you know, what you saw over the weekend with Wagner and, and the, the brief coup attempt. Um, but again, I think as far as U.S. stocks are concerned, there really hasn't been a huge impact or reaction to that news, largely because of what's been going on with energy prices. Um, for the calendar today, you have a couple of earnings reports, General Mills before the open, Micron after the close. Um, you know, I think for Micron, there's obviously going to be the underlying memory fundamentals, um, but there's also now this big China component to remember China has imposed um, or has at least encouraged certain parts of its economy to avoid purchasing Micron chips. So management will provide more color about how that's impacting its business. And then you get U.S. Bank stress test results today at 4.30. Those are expected to be a non-event. Um, I think much more important will be the Fed capital rules. Um, unclear when those will hit. Reports have suggested they could be out before the end of June, which means it could happen at any day. But I think that's gonna, that's what, that's much more important for uh, for bank stocks and the stress test results, which again, shouldn't really be that controversial. And those are the major highlights for today, Wednesday, June 28th. Thank you for listening.